Welcome to the Energetic Soulpreneur Podcast. I'm your guide, Kelly Hansen, naturopath and mentor to women who want to tap into their unlimited potential and create their own version of a soul-driven, joy-filled life. Join me as I share my insights into the transformational pillars of health, balance, connection, clarity, mindset, and manifestation. They turned my life around from burnout to the energetic soulpreneur that I am today. I'm on a quest to create an abundant life of ease beyond my imagination, and I'm inviting you to come with me. Many of us are searching for our purpose in life. What is it that we are here to do or create in this lifetime? What are our passions or gifts and how can we use them to create a better world? Hello, I'm your host, Kelly Hansen. If you're unsure of what your purpose is and you are curious to find out, then stick around for this episode of the Energetic Soulpreneur podcast because I am going to share with you the many ways in which you can receive guidance that will lead you to discover your own unique gifts and what you are here to do with them. Throughout your lifetime, you have already received hints from the universe and your soul as to what you should be doing with your life. The first clue comes from our childhood when we were firmly connected to our souls and before we were influenced by uh, society and our friends or our parents. So take a moment now to think back to your youth. What were you curious about? What did you dream of being? Can you remember what made your heart sing and what was it about these activities that you loved? Did dancing give you the freedom to express your feelings and emotions? Perhaps playing doctor or vets with your dolls fulfilled your desire to take care of others. If you enjoyed craft such as painting, drawing or sewing, was this because it allowed your creativity to flow? Or maybe you loved Lego and the ability to bring your ideas into reality. Or maybe you dressed up as a police officer or a superhero and loved being of service to others. What I loved as a child was astrology. I would ask my friends for their date and time of birth and then I would spend hours inputting this data into an astrology chart and then handwriting detailed reports about what houses the planets were in um, and how this related to their personality traits, their future career choices and their relationships. Now, I didn't think much of it at the time, but now that I have my own eight-year-old daughter, I can see that this is a rather unusual hobby for a seven-year-old, which is how old I was at the time. Now, I never did go on to study astrology. Perhaps that's still to come. But what this did show me is that I've always been interested in spiritual pursuits. 
when I reflect back on my early 20s, I used to meditate. I did yoga. I actually used to host full moon parties and rituals for my friends. And I've always had crystals scattered around my homes. At some point in my 30s, I guess my friends and I started to focus more on our careers and starting our families. And this part of me became a lot quieter. Perhaps I thought it was time to grow up and let go of some of these more abstract interests. However, in the last maybe two to three years, I've really reconnected with this part of myself and it really feels like a coming home. It feels natural to me. So consider the things from your childhood that were really unique to you. What did you do even if your friends weren't interested in it? What did you gravitate towards in your spare time? Maybe just spend some time journaling about your childhood memories and interests and see what comes up for you. Now, you can also use your emotions to guide you. And yep, I know it does sound too easy, but trust me, if you start following the things that make you feel expansive and joyful, you'll find yourself on the right track. Conversely, you'll know that you are on the wrong path if your life is making you feel fearful or anxious or unwell. If you're at a crossroads, weigh up each option and pay attention to how you feel. I often recommend to my clients that they allocate a corner of a room to each option that they're trying to choose between. I ask them to stand in each location, imagining that the decision has already been made and to pay attention to how it makes them feel. Now, if they start to feel contracted or, you know, that like that pit in your stomach or maybe that, you know, you even just want to cry with despair. That's a definite no. <laughs> now, if on the other hand, you feel expansive and excited, and this can also feel a bit like that nervous excitement, like you're pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone. This is a definite yes. Now, I know it can be difficult to trust your emotions because oftentimes the path that lights us up doesn't make much sense. It might feel risky or illogical. So I recommend starting with a small decision that doesn't have much consequence first and building your confidence up from there. Every time you follow your joy and it works out in your favor, it builds your confidence and your trust in your abilities to read your own emotions and to use them to guide you towards your life purpose. This does take time, so be patient and consistent, and I promise you, you will get there. I can remember like it was yesterday, the time in my own life when I was at a crossroad. It was one of the most challenging, confusing, and exhausting times of my life. 
I had worked really hard to get to where I was in my career and then something from within me started pulling me towards something else. At the time, I was working as a publicist for a commercial television station in South Australia. But as my personal health started to deteriorate, my interest in natural health and healing grew. It started with reading books about herbal medicine in my spare time, and then I started doing a few short courses related to naturopathic therapies, and I soon realized this is what I was being pulled towards. The more my interest in natural therapies grew, the more it felt like I was trapped in a job that was no longer in alignment with my values and who I was as a person. It felt shit. I spent most days feeling anxious, in tears and dreading the next day of work. I knew that I couldn't go on like this, but I didn't have a clue how I was going to change my situation. I was single. I had a whopping mortgage and I was still paying off my car loan. So not exactly the ideal circumstances for leaving a full-time job to go and study a four-year full-time naturopathy degree. You would have to be crazy, right? Following my heart meant stepping into the unknown. It meant leaving security, predictability and financial stability. I had only ever worked in the television and film industry and yet I felt called to become a naturopath. I wasn't an academic. I didn't even study chemistry at school. I had no experience in any scientific fields and I never considered myself to be smart enough to go to university. But the thought of staying where I was for another minute, let alone for the rest of my working life, brought up so much anxiety, constriction and resistance, I just had to trust that it would all work out somehow. You see, many people are waiting for the path to be mapped out for them. They want a step-by-step guide that they can follow to fulfill their life purpose without any diversions or speed humps. But it doesn't work like that. You will never know how life is going to unfold beyond the next maybe one, maybe two steps. But as you will discover for yourself when you start moving towards your purpose, life will start unfolding for you. You will always be guided towards the next step. And that's really all you need to focus your time and attention on. Each small step soon adds up to massive transformation, but it just may not happen the way that you had planned or within the time frame that you were aiming for. Speaking from my own experience, making that transition from one career to another wasn't without its challenges. It took me six years, but many of the problems that I thought I was going to have just disappeared as unexpected solutions presented themselves to me. And when I say unexpected, I mean it. The entire time that I had been wanting to study to become a naturopath, the only options in Adelaide were naturopathy diploma courses, 
which had to be paid for in full up front. Now, I didn't have that kind of money, and so it seemed like an impossible dream. But soon after I left my job without any clear plan for the future, the diploma was changed to a degree, which meant that I was now eligible for a student loan. I could not believe it. I would never have guessed this outcome in a million years. So the point of me going off on this tangent and sharing my personal story is that when it is meant for you, it's meant for you. And I firmly believe the universe will conspire to make it happen for you. It may just look different to your five-year or your 10-year plan. So while it's great to work towards your goals, try to do so without trying to control every step along the path and stay open to your journey changing. Otherwise, you may find yourself getting in your own way. Now, I'm not suggesting that if you're feeling the niggle right now to leave your job, that you be reckless about it. Always make sure that you can take care of your basic needs and the needs of anyone dependent on you. It took several years from the time that I wanted to leave to it actually happening. And that was because I had to work out how I was going to support myself first. I sought financial advice. I weighed up all my options. I sold all the assets I owned, including my car. And then I took the leap, knowing that I had thoroughly evaluated all of the consequences. I had done everything that was within my control to make it happen. And I was willing to do whatever it was going to take to make this my reality. And if that meant studying full time and working in a cafe at night, so be it. In the end, it was actually a health food store. <laughs> but bottom line, I was willing to do anything to go after a life that felt aligned for me. But the funny thing is, just when you think you know your purpose, it can change. I actually don't think that we are necessarily here to do just one specific thing. I thought that when I became a naturopath that that would be it for me for the rest of my working life. But then during a time of intense self-development, I was being directed towards another path. During this time, I reconnected with a regular meditation practice, and this had a profound effect on me. It changed my life in more ways than I'll share with you in this episode, but no doubt I'll bring it up time and time again in future podcasts because this simple practice changed the game for me, and it really can do that for you too. What happened for me was that I started to become aware of my soul. Now, I wasn't really sure how to connect or communicate with it, so I sought guidance from a coach. Slowly but surely, through a consistent meditation practice, I learned how to connect to my inner wisdom or my higher self, and the messages started to come through. First, they were mostly visual abstract images, then feelings, and then thoughts that felt like a knowing. 
This was my experience, but this really is different for everyone. So if you do try this for yourself, know that whatever your experience is, it's perfect for you. Your soul knows you. (laughs) And so it will use whatever form of communication you are most likely to clearly receive. And that could be sight, sound, touch, feelings, thoughts. Some people even receive messages through taste. The messages from my soul were not very clear at first. So I also used oracle cards to really clarify those meanings. Now, I was absolutely blown away by this. I mean, how do we forget that we have a soul? and that we can communicate with it. It's like having a best friend with you who just happens to be one of the wisest people you know and who knows your life blueprint so they can steer you in the right direction. I mean, I think this is incredible and what a gift. I felt so bloody lucky to have discovered this incredible resource And it's available to everyone. You do not need any special spiritual abilities. It really does just start with the intention to connect with your soul again. I was really curious about my soul and this incredible wisdom that I was receiving. And so I really dedicated a lot of time to learning everything I could about it and to developing my skills in regards to receiving and understanding the messages of my higher self. And this is an ongoing learning that I still pursue today. With lots of practice, the messages became very clear and I started being directed towards a career as a coach or a mentor, which, to be honest, was quite confronting. I felt like I had already taken a huge leap of faith to become a naturopath. I had sacrificed a lot to get my degree and then start up my own business. I honestly couldn't believe that I had somehow got it wrong and had to change careers again. But the more I connected with my intuition and my soul, there really was no question. It was the next step. And so I started heading in that direction. I learned the skills that I needed to learn and I've completely changed my business. Now I combine my skills as a naturopath and a coach, and I see now that this is how it was always meant to be. This is the unique combination of skills that I needed to fulfill my life purpose. And I have never been happier. I love what I do. I have to pinch myself sometimes. It brings me so much joy. (laughs) Supporting women to connect to their own purpose and intuition so that they discover their own gifts and then use those talents to make the world a better place. I mean, it's magic and a freaking honor and privilege to be a part of that journey. At this point in my life, honestly, I could not imagine doing anything else. And for the first time in my entire life, I feel like I've found the thing that I'm really good at. So no more imposter syndrome, no more comparing myself to others, no more feeling like I'm winging it, 
No more feeling like I have to learn just one more thing and then I'll be good at my job. This is my soul work and you'll know when you've found yours because it'll feel like this too. It has been an epic journey of trust and surrender to get to this point. And honestly, the journey is still continuing. I have no idea where I'll be guided to next, but I am along for the ride. As long as it feels good and in alignment with my values, I'm showing up for it. I am all in for whatever it takes to create my legacy and to fulfill my soul purpose. So my key takeaways are, if you're too busy to connect with your inner wisdom, you can easily go through your entire life missing the cues from your soul. Many people do this and they end up looking back at their lives, wishing that they had done things differently, that they had given things a try, been more adventurous and followed their passions. I believe that the way to connect to this inner wisdom is through meditation. So if you want to give it a go, just start with maybe five or even 10 minutes a day. Personally, I find first thing in the morning is best before my mind is kind of switched into the craziness of life. And I want you to know that while you're meditating, thoughts are going to come. And this does not mean that you are doing anything wrong or that you should give up. Meditation is a practice. And just like any other skill that you have mastered throughout your lifetime, right? It takes time and consistency to really hone those skills. So just notice your thoughts and let them go. I find that it really helps if I focus on my breath. Now, while you're doing this, hold the intention to connect to your soul or to your higher self. Now, if you'd like to try this now and you're in a safe, quiet place in which you can do this, so not if you're driving, maybe come back to it later. I invite you to join me for a short meditation in which you can get curious about your passions because passions will lead you to your purpose. So take a moment to get into a comfortable position, sitting upright in a chair or maybe laying down or sitting cross-legged on your meditation mat or cushion. You choose whatever feels most comfortable and supported for you. Let's begin by taking a few moments to just calm the nervous system and switch off from the busyness of the day. So using your finger or a thumb, just block the right nostril and take deep breaths in and out of the left nostril. Deep breath in through the left nostril. Then releasing the breath through the left nostril. Take three more cycles of breath in your own time, 
in through the left nostril and out through the left nostril. Just take a few moments here to set the intention to connect and clearly communicate with your higher self. Speaking to your soul, ask, what am I curious about? that I haven't acted on because of fear or judgment or rejection, either from myself or others. And just wait for the first answer that comes to you. do if money wasn't an issue, if I could let go of the expectations of others and societal conditioning, what would I really like to do? What makes my heart skip with joy just thinking about the possibility of this becoming my reality? What upsets me that is happening in the world today? What would I like to change? Take three big deep breaths in bringing your attention back to the sensations of your body. Wriggle your fingers and your toes. Stretch or move your body in a way that feels good to you. And when you're ready, open your eyes. And if you have your journal or a piece of paper or even your phone with you, write down or voice record the messages that you have just received and remain curious about why you have been delivered these insights today. Perhaps you feel that when you discover your life purpose that it will become your job or that it's going to be something big and new and extraordinary. But often our life's work is not so grand and sometimes it's not your job. For some people, their job is the support system that gives them the time, money and resources to pursue their passions and purpose outside of work. 
So while your purpose may not end up being the next groundbreaking thing or make you a millionaire, that does not mean that it is not important. Ignoring your purpose can lead to unhappiness, frustration and unfulfillment. Your soul is bereft. You may notice that the more you ignore this calling, the harder your life becomes. This is the universe trying to give you the message to choose another path. You don't need anything external to act on your calling. You were born with everything you need. If you are feeling the call to create your absolute best life, to reimagining the scope of what is possible for you, head to the show notes to get the link to join my subscription list so I can share with you my offers and resources that can support your journey to unimaginable abundance, happiness and fulfillment. And if you found the information that I shared here today useful, please rate and review my podcast or share it with someone who may resonate with my message. I would love to connect with you, so please come and find me on social media. The links are in the show notes. With love and gratitude, until next time.